You're listening to Fight Files Radio on FightFiles.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on all of our social media. How do you sleep with yourself? Mostly on my left side, sometimes on my back. I feel the same way about you, sir. Once again, feelings mutual. Hello and welcome in everybody to the Fight Files podcast on FightFiles.com and all your various podcast platforms. And we hope that you subscribe not only to our podcasts on Apple, Google Play, and all the various platforms, but we'd also like you to follow us on all our social media platforms as well. So follow us on Twitter at Fight Files. Give us a like on our Facebook page. We're FightFiles.com on Instagram and we're a new podcast and website, and we hope to uh, grow. So we hope you support us in subscribing, and we'll get some merch and let you know some more information about that. But this particular podcast, this particular episode, is about John Jones and the saga that has been John Jones. So let's start when everything is good in the world of John Jones, when he's just an up-and-coming mixed martial artist, and he's just trying to prove himself. So let's get this timeline started. March 19, 2011. Jones to the body, and it is all over! John Jones is the youngest champion in UFC history! Just 23 years of age when John Jones becomes the youngest champion in UFC history. And he does it against an opponent in Mauricio Shogun Hua. And if you know anything about Mauricio Shogun Hua, a very well-respected fighter at the time. And obviously still a respected person now because of what he's, you know, what he's done for the sport. But Mauricio Shogun Hua was a guy that no one really wanted to mess with. I mean, known for his pride days, but known for his UFC days as well. A Muay Thai specialist, but also a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. And just an absolute fierce fighter in the MMA world. And John Jones, the young up-and-comer, absolutely dismantles this guy and makes it look easy. Not to mention, the morning before he becomes the UFC champion, he actually prevents a robbery from happening. And it makes the news. So the sky's the limit for John Jones, right? He becomes a champion... No negative press. And it's only upwards from here, right? Not so much. November 24th, 2011. John Jones is known for the strip clubs. He absolutely loves the strip clubs, and he gets cited for a, quote, loss of traction while pulling up to an Albuquerque strip club in his Bentley. The Bentley was eventually towed. He was taken into custody. John Jones was driving on a suspended license. But again... John Jones was able to escape that situation. May 19, 2012. Jones is involved in another accident, this time with his Bentley. A more minor accident, but he does run into a utility pole in New York, right? He's partying. He's got two female passengers. They actually suffer minor injuries. He doesn't suffer any injuries, but he gets taken into custody because he refuses a sobriety test. He's eventually fined $1,000, and I think he gets his license suspended for six months. August 8, 2012. Now, you would think because of his recent troubles, he probably wouldn't have sponsorship in the near future, particularly at a time where there wasn't a UFC fighter with a major sponsorship like the way John Jones is about to get. But that's exactly what happens. John Jones becomes the first UFC athlete to land a worldwide sponsorship deal with Nike. 
a sponsorship he would later lose because of his behavior outside the cage. August 4, 2014. At this point in his career, the rivalry between him and Daniel Cormier officially begins, and the brawl that happens at the UFC 178 pre-fight press conference becomes a big deal in the MMA world. He gets fined $50,000 by the Nevada State Athletic Commission for his part in the brawl, and he's also forced to do 40 hours of community service in Las Vegas. January 3rd, 2015. Not only does he win his fight in August of 2014 against Daniel Cormier, he later wins the rematch in January of 2015 at UFC 182. January 6, 2015. Three days later, he tests positive for cocaine. He checks himself into a rehab facility for one day. April 27, 2015. He turns himself in on this day, and this is when people begin to believe that maybe, just maybe, John Jones is not the best person in the world. And perhaps he needs to look himself in the mirror and see what he needs to do to get his life together and maybe change his behavior when he's outside the cage. But on this particular date, he turns himself in for an incident where he's involved in a car accident. He leaves a pregnant woman injured at the scene. He flees from the scene. A marijuana pipe is found at the scene. And this is when really, this is really when everybody starts to question John Jones as a human. April 28, 2015. The UFC decides to strip him of his title and he is suspended indefinitely by the promotion. September 29th, 2015. John Jones pleads guilty to a charge of leaving the scene of an accident involving an injury, but again, is able to move past it, avoids jail time and gets 18 months probation. October 23rd, 2015. The UFC decides to reinstate John Jones and then more drama happens. March 29th, 2016. Driver's license, registration, insurance. Please turn your car off. Why are you drag racing that Cadillac? <laughs> I didn't sure, drag race driver's Cadillac. license, registration, and insurance, please. I did not drag race a Cadillac. Man, you just harassing me, man. I'm just asking you a simple question, Jonathan. My car Jonathan. is well because it's a sports car. I just simply read Only my you engine. took off at a high rate of speed, sir. No, I did Only not. Only you kept going. He no, slowed I down. did not. Okay. You are an absolute Liar. Well, we can talk about it in court. I need you to sign inside this box. How do you sleep with yourself? Fucking Mostly on my left side, sometimes on my back. Harassing me like this. Can't wait to get out of my face. You're despicable. I feel the same way about you, sir. Hey, disgust me. Once again, feelings mutual. <laughs> I believe he goes back and forth with the police officer for over eight minutes, so obviously he wasn't a very happy camper, but at this point he gets cited five times. And then later, he's booked into county jail in Albu Albuquerque for violating the probation. So he gets the five citations. He's later booked in county for violating his probation from the previous incident. But again, all is well in the world because despite being stripped of his title, he gets yet another opportunity, this time to get the interim championship against Ovince St. Preux, a fight that I actually was attending on April 23rd, 2016. But then this happened. July 6, 2016. Jones is flagged again, this time by USADA for a potential doping violation. And then he's pulled from the UFC 200 event. Now, if you remember UFC 200, it was supposed to be a pretty stacked card. And it really was for the most part. Amanda Nunes was on that fight card. 
and she was facing uh, Misha Tate. Brock Lesnar was on that fight card as well. And Anderson Silva, you know, as much as I love him, as much as I, I mean, this was at a time where, you know, he he, he gets, he, you know, his leg is broken from the Chris Weidman incident, and he's fighting against Daniel Cormier, and I almost don't want him to fight just because I like both fighters and I like Anderson Silva. So this actually took away from the, you know, the fact that John Jones had to be pulled from the UFC 200 card. It took a, it took a lot away from it. Now, again, I'm not taking anything away from the fight card. It was still a pretty good fight card, but you took John Jones in that situation from it. You completely, you, you've taken a lot away from that fight card. And now this one's obviously a really, really tough one for John Jones to explain. He's given opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, and so now. Him and his management team make the decision to hold a press conference the following day to address the situation. July 7th, 2016. Supposedly they found something in one of my samples that I have no clue what it is. I, I don't even know how to pronounce it. I've been taking the same supplements the majority of my career. I feel like I have to reclimb a ladder. Even though I may seem broken up here, I'm not broken. I'm just really upset. November 7th, 2016. John Jones has issued a one-year suspension, a one-year ban from USADA, and it's retroactive to the July 6th test date where he failed. December 15th, 2016. The Nevada State Athletic Commission replicates what USADA did and serves John Jones with a one-year suspension of its own. But of course, John Jones is able to get through that because he is John Jones. He's regarded as one of the best fighters ever. He's a GOAT. I've always said that. I've said that multiple times. And so he gets another opportunity. And not only does he get another another opportunity, he comes back and he defeats Daniel Cormier by knockout at UFC 214. Jones retreating. He's just having a hard time reaching John. Oh, John Mann got a kick. He's hurt. DC was stunned by that head kick. Jones trying to press the issue here. Cormier is down. Not out yet. Cormier's in big, big trouble. And John is all over him. Here comes Johnny Bones with the ground and pound. Cormier. That could be it. Trying to That's it. He's that out. It. He's out. Massive fight. Great win. But of course, following the fight, John Jones is flagged again. Usada finds traces of Turnerball in his system. Both samples were retested again. Both samples were consistent because John Jones's management obviously demanded to have both samples tested again, but he absolutely tests positive, and this starts all over again. July of 2019. In an incident allegedly involving a cocktail waitress in Albuquerque. Apparently, he was very aggressive with her. She claimed that Jones slapped her put her in a chokehold, and even kissed her on her neck. She also claimed that he touched her even after she asked him to stop. September 24th, 2021. And now the most recent incident. This time, John Jones was involved in a DV incident involved with his fiance as she was bleeding from her nose and mouth in the lobby at the Caesars Palace, and she refused to go back in the hotel room where John Jones was. Uh... Later, a 911 call was later released, I believe by MMAfighting.com first, but it obviously circulated the internet, and it sounded something like this. Metro Police, floor is 18405. How may I help you? Hey, this is Eduardo with Caesars Public Security. Hi. Hey, um, 
We've got a possible DV call, a uh, domestic violence call. Um, female is bleeding from the nose and mouth. Um, she, Do you know where this happened at? Uh, we believe it happened in the room. Do you know what um, room? Uh, 6716. So she's, she's not... Um, She's not admitting to any domestic, any domestic violence, any physical violence. Um, but I mean, she's bleeding from the nose and mouth. Um, she's down with us while the male is up at the room. Um, and he's actually a professional MMA fighter, Jonathan Jones. Um, and she's like refusing to go back to the room. We're trying to assist her to like have her grab her stuff. Um, and she okay. just. So I just have a few Michael questions back. to ask. He's still in the room. She's not in the room. Do you know a date of birth for him? Uh, yeah. Let me see. <clears throat> Give me one sec. Sorry. It's okay. You said he's a professional MMA fighter. Yeah, John Jones. Is he a BMA? Yeah, BMA. Um. If you don't know his date of birth, it's okay. Uh, it should be. And did she tell you that? No, she's uh, she's, she's not, trying to get yeah. It's a little weird because she's trying to get assistance, but she like she's refusing to go back up to the room. Okay, and um, she's in security holding right now. No, she's on the casino floor, and she I I believe that her three daughters, she has three three young girls with her. Are you guys out with her on the casino floor? Yeah, so we're we're with the female. We believe the male is by himself up at the room. We haven't made contact with him at all. Okay. And do you have a name for her at all? Uh, Jesse Moses. Do you know how to spell her last name? Yeah, M-O-S-E-S. And do you have a date of birth for her? Sorry, say that one more time? Do you have a date of birth for her? And her first name, is it J-E-S-S-I-E, Jesse? Yes. And is she white, black, Hispanic, or Asian? Uh, I believe she's a white female. Okay. And do you know what she's wearing? Uh, yeah, she's got... Uh, she's got a gray sweater. Gray sweats. No shoes. Okay. And did you guys get medical for her already? Uh, like first aid, but she's not requesting EMS and stuff. She's refusing medical? Yeah. Okay. Let me just confirm with you. Okay. Does she want uh, medical? Not yeah, negative on medical. Got it. Okay. All right. Do so we have a call set up? Our event's gonna be one zero one seven five eight, and we'll get an officer out there as soon as we can. Sorry, say that one more time. Is one zero one? One zero one seven five eight. Seven five eight. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thanks. The 911 call from Caesar's Palace that obviously has been circulating the internet for some time. But it just goes to show how long of a timeline John Jones has when it comes down to friction or problems that he has with three particular parties. One being the UFC, two being law enforcement, and three, any type of athletic commission that, that seems to find uh, violations in his testing. So obviously he has a lot to work on. He needs to work on himself. He's already taken the Instagram saying he's never going to drink again. And it just brings out the devil in him. And maybe that should be the case. But 
In any case, do not be surprised if you hear any rumblings about the possibility of John Jones potentially making a comeback. Because even Dana White was on record saying, we're going to wait till we see all the facts come out. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll do what we always do. Um, you, you know, we're very consistent in that we watch and see how this thing plays out legally and what happens, and, and, uh, and then we'll make a decision from there. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good for John Jones, but obviously he won't be fighting anytime soon. He'll have to deal with the criminal charges and the criminal allegations against him, and he'll have to go from there. So there you go. That was uh, another episode of Fight Files Radio on the Fight Files podcast on fightfiles.com and all the various podcast platforms. Like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, this is a new podcast and a new website, so any support that you can bring to the table would be greatly, greatly appreciated. You can always donate. If you don't want to donate, you can always subscribe or follow. That costs you absolutely nothing. It's absolutely free to subscribe. It's absolutely free to follow us on social media. It's at Fight Files on Facebook, on Twitter, on all the social media platforms. I'm Nick Sharara. This is the Fight Files radio program, and thank you so much for listening.